more. If so, take your Bibles, be turned with me to the book of Psalms, Psalms 23. Psalms 23 tonight. Now, while you're turning, let me quickly uh, recap just a few things to uh, remind us. We started several weeks ago now in Sunday school one morning. I uh, just come across a little thought, and uh, it's kind of grew on us since then. But we went over to Genesis 22 and uh, looked at where the Bible said that Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah Jireh. And uh, how that these are the names of the Lord. And how that uh, Jehovah, you'll remember any time in the Old Testament, uh, that the word Lord is in all capital letters. That's Jehovah. Any time that is capital L, lowercase O, lowercase R, lowercase D. That's the Hebrew word name Adonai. And then any time that it's capital G, capital or lowercase O, lowercase D, uh, that's the name Elohim. And we've been looking at these uh, at Jehovah and looked at these compound names. We looked at uh, Jehovah Jireh, which means that the Lord who sees and provides. Remember, I told you that uh, it spoke not only of His provision, but that it spoke of His prevision. How that He saw our need before we did, uh, and it already made a way. Then we looked at uh, Jehovah Nissi, which meant the Lord, our banner. And when we looked at Jehovah Rapha in Exodus 15, which meant the Lord, our healer. And we looked at uh, Jehovah Shalom, which meant uh, the Lord, our peace. And we looked at uh, Jehovah uh, Sabaoth, which meant uh, the Lord, our strength. And uh, we looked at several things over the last few weeks. And in fact, John, if, I, if my memory serves me correctly, I, I believe this is the sixth name that we're going to look at. And it's a very familiar text tonight. It won't be anything new. It won't be anything you haven't heard. But I'd love just to remind us of a few things quickly tonight. Psalm 23. And when you find your places, you stand with me when you can and Eve up in honor and reverence to the reading of the word of the Lord. Psalm 23. Begin reading in verse number 1. The Bible said... The Lord uh, is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Uh, He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Uh, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Uh, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Verse 6, the Bible said, Surely, goodness and mercy, I shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I do love you tonight. Lord, I'm thankful. uh, Lord, for the privilege, God, the honor to be back in your house. Lord, I thank you for each one that's made their way out tonight. Lord, I pray that you'd bind every force against this service. Uh, Lord, I pray tonight that you'd have free reign and free courts uh, here in our midst tonight. Help us, Lord, as we look into your word together and take these truths. uh, Lord, to apply them to our hearts and lives. Lord, I pray that, Lord, your 
people to find encouragement, uh, uh, find strength in your word tonight. Uh, Lord, if it be one of the midst lost and done without you, uh, Lord, I pray you, you'd take your word. Uh, Lord, I pray you'd shine it in their heart, revealing to them uh, uh, their lost condition. Save them uh, uh, before it's everlasting too late. Lord, we pray that above everything else tonight, would you bring honor and glory uh, unto yourself. Help us just a little while tonight. Uh, and we'll thank you and praise you. Uh, uh, for we ask it in Jesus' wonderful name. Uh, amen and amen. You can be seated. Uh, and thank you for standing tonight. Now, uh, notice with me, I know, I realize that uh, it's a very familiar text we found ourselves at tonight. But uh, I, I just want to try to show us how uh, just one little thing, and then I've got a few things I want to tell you uh, that you probably already know. <coughs> Notice that phrase uh, uh, at the beginning of Psalm 23. The Bible said, the Lord uh, is my shepherd. Now, uh, I told you we've been looking at these uh, compound names uh, of Jehovah. We remember Jehovah Jireh meant the Lord who sees and provides. Jehovah Rapha meant uh, uh, the Lord, our healer. Jehovah Nissi meant the Lord, our banner. There's uh, several things tonight, but here we find the Lord uh, is my shepherd. Uh, it's the Hebrew name, uh, uh, Brother Chris, Jehovah Roah. Jehovah Roah. That's what it means. Uh, the Lord, uh, my shepherd. Uh, aren't you glad tonight? I, I mean, it's amazing how this Bible uh, is laid out. I'm, glad, uh, I'm not going to get much into it uh, purposely tonight because I won't wait to the end and uh, pull it all together one night for us. But uh, God didn't do anything by happenstance uh, nor accident. When you take these names, uh, and you'll be amazed tonight when we finally get through all of them, uh, and Sharon, we take the time to sit and look at them all together. Uh, it's amazing what God is revealing him to, about, to us uh, about himself. Now, uh, you'll see tonight there ought to be some similarities. Uh, uh, you ought to start tonight, Ronald, seeing some overlap, if you would. Uh, uh, Brother Kenny's been going to Sunday school and going through them I Am's of Christ. And uh, we've made some connection. You can make connection with every one of but uh, we've made some already. But uh, tonight, you ought to really start seeing some overlap uh, uh, between them uh, I am's of Christ and these compound names uh, uh, of Jehovah. Now you say, preacher, why is that? Uh, well, I ought not tell you this just quite yet, but I want to, so I'm going to. Uh, Brother Kenny made the statement. Uh, I believe it might have been last Sunday. It might, it might not have been, but sometime or another that uh, I'd been looking at the name of God, uh, and he'd been looking at the I am's of Christ, uh, uh, but we must understand that they're both, uh, they, they agree that they're uh, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, these three are one, and uh, can I show you something tonight that I, uh, I, I won't give something away if I'm not careful, but uh, can I show you something uh, quickly, now listen to me, uh, the Jehovah of the Old Testament is the Jesus of the New Testament. Now stay with me. The Jehovah of the Old Testament is the Jesus of the New Testament. When you get done, and we're, 
I may have to do it. I may have to take a few more weeks and uh, take them I ams and put them uh, with these uh, compound names and just show you uh, how they go together. But uh, the, the, the Jehovah of the Old Testament uh, is the Jesus of the New Testament. Now, this is the easiest one to show you with. Uh, remember in the New Testament over in the Gospel of John, Brother Kenny covered it several weeks ago that uh, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Isn't that right? Now in Psalm 23, uh, we find the phrase in the Hebrew, Jehovah Roah, saying that the Lord uh, is my shepherd. Do you see the overlap? Uh, the Jehovah of the Old Testament uh, is the Jesus of the New Testament. Y'all ain't with me, are you? I'm going to have to give you a little bit. I might as well just give it to you. You remember, you remember whatever week ago it was, John, we looked at all three of them names. And I told you what the, just the, the primary, the three primary names, and I gave you their meaning. Uh, that Elohim was always, almost always used connection with creation. Remember that? And then I told you that Jehovah, was, if, if, if Elohim was the creative name of God, then Jehovah was the redemptive name of God. Remember that? Yeah. you got to stay with me. Jehovah's the redemptive name. And what Jehovah means, John, is... It's that redemptive name, and it means the the it means the strong one. It means uh, uh, it means the uh, the eternal I am uh, that reveals Himself. Remember that. You remember me saying that? Okay. So in the Old Testament, God used these compound names, Ronald, to reveal uh, His redemptive plan. Right. Stay with me. Jehovah Jireh. What did we say that meant? God sees and God provides. I ain't even going to get to preach what I want to. I'm done tell you. God sees and God provides. I was talking about Todd McKee and just plumb God. I mean, he got out in deep water like the other night in Bible college. But he's talking about, uh, well, he's talking about the virgin birth. And he was talking about, Brother John, that uh, inside uh, of a mother's womb, that he said he even went back and made sure he's right about this in new studies. But I uh, said inside a mother's womb, uh, that that's where the blood of that child is formed. Uh, inside of the mother's womb. And uh, the, the, the waste and the excrement, I guess you could say, everything wrong that child needs to get rid of uh, uh, travels through that child's blood, uh, up through the umbilical cord, uh, and is actually placed inside the blood uh, uh, of the mother, and she's the one that expels uh, that waste. Uh, there's a transfer uh, of what the child doesn't need uh, to the mother, and she's the one, uh, Kirk, that expels that waste. But everything that the child needs is in the mother's blood. And there's a transfer, John, through her blood, down through that umbilical cord, uh, and everything that he needs, uh, uh, Jessica, is transferred, uh, uh, God, hit me, through the blood of that mother, uh, into the blood of that child, uh, and there's a transfer uh, through that umbilical cord. Now, I don't know how to explain this. I'm just telling you what he said, and I looked it up today to make sure he's right, and it's what it told me too. 
to make it, even though everything that child doesn't need goes through the child's blood into the blood of the mother. And everything that child does need goes through the mother's blood into the blood of that child. There's a thing called the placenta. And somehow or another, Sharon, that placenta never lets those two separate bloods mix. Y'all want to get mad? Now, Rod, everything that child needs comes through the mother's blood. And somehow or another, Corey, the way God designed it, in that placenta, it separates all them nutrients, all that good from the blood of the mother, and all the child gets is what it needs and not her blood. And all that waste to make it that that child has, somehow or another, that placenta separates that from the child's blood. And the blood of the child and the blood of the mother never, the actual physical uh, blood never mixes, surely. Y'all wait with me, all right. You know why I get half? You know why he could be the spotless lamb of God? You know why he could have precious blood? Because his blood, he, didn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't born of man. Isn't that right? The Bible said that the Holy Ghost overshadowed Mary as she conceived of the Holy Ghost. Uh, he didn't have the blood of an earthly father. Isn't that right? Uh, and his, the blood of God. I know where I'm going. Y'all don't yet. Uh, and, and, and Mary, uh, even in his, in, his, uh, uh, in his deity, John, he had the blood of God the Father. Uh, but in his humanity, Mary give him everything that his body needed had expelled everything that his body didn't need but God had already designed it to where his blood and her blood God help me could never mix together because see if her blood had ever touched his blood he wouldn't have been pure he wouldn't have been perfect he wouldn't amen isn't that right he'd have been man just like you and I but God made it to where that he could be 100% man and 100% God. Help me out. And now let me show you what really blows my mind. Remember over in the book of Genesis. The Bible said that God created the heaven and the earth. And all that going down through there. Then the Bible said, I believe it's chapter 2. And the Bible said that God saw that it was not good for man to be alone. Is that right? Had it caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. Had he took a rib from Adam's side. Had he formed Eve. Isn't that right? And the Bible said that he brought Eve. Huh? Had presented her to the man. And that man, Adam said her name should be called Eve. Isn't that right? For she is the mother of all living. Huh? Is that right? Now stay with me. Can I show you something? They hadn't sinned yet. Now don't lose me tonight. God help me. I'm trying to show you that Jehovah Jireh, he sees and he provides. He, he, not only his provision, but his prevision. Now watch this. He's born of a virgin. God had fixed it, Chris, to where her blood and his blood would never mix. Say, so, preacher, when did all that take place? When he formed the first woman. Before she ever sinned. Help me before she, when he created the very first woman, God had already designed the body before he'd ever give the promised seed in Genesis 3.15. Before he'd ever pronounced the condemnation on Satan and the condemnation on man and the condemnation on the earth. Before man had ever sinned, before sin ever entered the world, before any of that, God had already designed the body of a woman to be able to care for a child without their bloods mixing. He had already made provision for for a Savior to be born. Y'all ain't getting that, are you? That does something to me, friend, that he sees 
provisions and he provides. He sees long before we do. Long before it ever happens. And he'd already made a way, John, for his son to come and be born of a virgin. He'd already made a way for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And upon his shoulders shall be the government. He'd already made a way before sin had ever entered in. Hit man. Watch this. These compound names. The Jehovah of the Old Testament is the Jesus of the New Testament. He, we see that he sees and he, he provides. We see tonight uh, that he's our banner. He's the one that fights our battles. You realize tonight that uh, if it had not been for the Lord, uh, you and I'd still be uh, under condemnation. We'd still be in our sin. Uh, uh, we'd still be on our way to hell. Uh, uh, there was nothing we could do for our battles. Uh, uh, but God saw and God provided a way. Uh, and then he hit man, friend. Uh, and then he marched up. God help me, Kirk. Uh, I'm going to go down there in my office get that bottle again preach on when the bottle breaks. Uh, I'm telling you tonight, he sees, uh, he provides, uh, and he fought our battle at Calvary. Isn't that right? What's that next one? Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Not only did he see, not only did he provide, not only did he fight our battle, but he was the one that healed our soul. Isn't that right? He was the one that saved us out of our sin. He was the one tonight that, uh, that saved us. I ain't going to give you no more because I'm going to get ahead of myself. I won't give them all to you. Let me give you a few things quickly. And I'm, I'm on, I'm, I won't be before you just a moment. Give you a few things about Jehovah Roi. The Lord is my shepherd. Watch this. Notice this a per, he's a personal shepherd. The Bible says the Lord is my shepherd. Now I'll be honest with you. I thank God tonight that he's the good shepherd. That excites me. But that wouldn't excite me near as much as it does Sharon. If I had never read Psalm 23 and found out he's my shepherd. Is that right? It's, it may am. Brother Corey's talking. Last Saturday, I believe it was, said he's wanting to get some sheep. Now watch this. They sheep right down yonder. I don't know who owns them, but right down there at the end of the road, hey, some sheep down there on the right. I've seen them. But see, Corey Puckett's not their shepherd. Right? Well, but it became personal when he said the Lord is my shepherd. It's great to be a good shepherd. But I'm glad he's my shepherd, aren't you? I'm glad tonight that he's mine. Jehovah, Jehovah Roi literally means the Lord, uh, my shepherd. Not only is he a personal shepherd, I want to say this. He's a providing shepherd. Watch what your Bible said. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know what David said? He's mine and that's enough. Right, he's saying he's a good enough shepherd. I, I shall not want. I'm not looking for another shepherd. I, I'm not looking for another path. I, I'm not looking for another pasture. I, he's my shepherd, and I shall not want. Watch what he said. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. I, he leadeth me beside the still waters. I, he said he gives me everything that I need. I, he's my shepherd, and he provides everything that I need. I, he makes sure I've got green pastures. I, he makes sure that I've got still waters. Uh, he makes sure that I've got everything uh, that I could possibly need uh, and he provides uh, uh, my every need. He's a personal shepherd. Uh, he's a providing shepherd. Uh, uh, but then I want you to notice with me the path of the shepherd. Watch what it said. Uh, the Bible said uh, he leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness. Uh,
for he has namesake. Now, I won't bog down just a minute right there. You say, preacher, what kind of shepherd is he? Well, David said it like this. He said, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. I know you've heard this. Just bear with me just a minute. But notice why he does that. It wasn't even Kirk for David's sake. He said, for he has namesake. Isn't that right? Can I tell you something tonight? He loves us. He's our shepherd. He's our personal shepherd. He loves us enough. He provides our every need. But can I say this tonight? It'd clear up a whole lot of confusion if we just get a hold of this. I've had people come to me recently and say, Preacher, I just don't know what I ought to do. I just don't know how hard to go. I feel like I'm at a crossroads. And I don't know which way the Lord's are leading. I tell you this, and I'm not trying to be funny, and I'm not trying to be humorous, and I'm not trying to be a smart aleck. But the Lord will never lead you down the wrong path. Did you know that? Amen, friend. He'll never take you a place that is not righteous. He'll never take you a place that goes against His Word. He'll never take you down a path that goes against His will. Amen. That's exactly right. And David said that my shepherd, he's mine. He's a personal shepherd. He's a providing shepherd. But he said there's a certain path. If he's going to be your shepherd, you must take. It'll be the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Isn't that right? He'll never lead you contrary to his will nor his word. Now notice not only the path of the shepherd, but I won't say this. He's a present shepherd. Watch verse 4. The Bible said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. You know what David is saying? He said, I'm in the deepest, darkest place of my life. Everything's gone wrong. Everything's falling apart. Now watch this in verse number 2. He said, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Now watch this tonight. I'm trying to help us. You know what he's saying, John? In verse 2, he said, When everything's good and the sun's shining and the grass is green and the waters are still, He's the one that makes me lie down. He's the one that leadeth me. He's with me when everything's good. But then in verse 4, he said, But yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, all of a sudden the sun's not shining anymore. The grass is no longer green. There's no more still waters. But he said, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. Isn't that right? Hitman, friend, can I say this? I wish I could remember where it was. But it's in the book of Psalms, I'm pretty sure. But the psalmist said, If I sin into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. You say, preacher, what are you saying? I'm glad he's a present shepherd. I'm glad wherever the sheep is, he'll be there. Hitman, friend. In fact, let me just say this. I'm getting ahead of myself. I can't even pronounce it. You'll find out when we get there. Jessica, I can't even say it. I ain't no Hebrew scholar. But he's one of these compound names. I'm going to try my best to say it. I believe it's Jehovah Sedeku. And you say, preacher, what's that mean? Oh, it sounds simple, but I'm about to have myself a time. It just simply means the Lord is there. What about that? The Lord is there. You say, preacher, you don't know what I'm facing. I'm your right, I don't. But he's there. You say, preacher, I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't either, but I know he'll be there. You say, preacher, what if I die? He'll be there, friend, for the child of God. Paul said, be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. 
It's a promise tonight. That present shepherd is a promise to us in this life. But I'm glad, thank not God, that not only is he there in our troubles and there in our good times, but I believe it was John chapter 14, the Bible said, I'd go to prepare a place for you, isn't that right? And if I go, I'll come again. Where I am, there, you may be with me also. Friend, it's a promise for now. I'm glad for the saved child of God. It's a promise yet to come. Where I'm going, he'll be there. Yep, man, that brings joy and comfort and excitement out of my heart to know that he is a present shepherd tonight. Not only is he a present shepherd, how do you know this? Notice he's a protecting shepherd. Out of part of verse 4, Bible said, Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. David said, I'm going through the darkest time of my life. He said, but I'll fear no evil for thou art with me. He said, I know you're there. And David said, that's not all I know. It's not just that you're there, but I know that you've got a rod and you've got a staff and that brings comfort to my heart. That's what David said. He said, it brings your rod and staff. They comfort me. Isn't that right? That shepherd, I know you know this, but that shepherd, he uses that staff and that rod. There's times, John, that he uses it had to correct the sheep. There's time they use it to draw the sheep back. How about, can I say this? Any time, how did any enemy, any time a wolf, any time a bear, any time a lion come against his flock, it'd be that rod and that staff. How did he use to drive them away? And David's given us the illustration, Jehovah Roi, how that he's our shepherd. And he said, I know you're there. Oh, you know what David was really saying. Imagine with me just a minute. Had, had there's some sheep out in the, field, out in the pasture. Had, had there's wolves all around the pasture. Had, had they tell me, John, if you study sheep, this is true. Had, had that them sheep, when they see that, they'll automatically had, they begin. They, they, they talk to each other. Had, more preaching than I do tonight. How about they talk to each other? It may not sound much to us. How about they'll be out there and they'll be a grazing. How? And them sheep find comfort just every once in a while. Having one of them other sheep going back. They find comfort. Let them know there's somebody still there. Hey, can I say this tonight? That's what the house of God's for. That's a green pasture. How that God's sheep can get together. And it brings comfort here. One another just every once in a while. Up again to bleed. Up just every once in a while. Stand up. And say, let me tell you what the Lord did in my life. Let me just brag on the Lord. You may not realize it tonight, but it brings comfort to the rest of the flock. Just to know you're still there. Just to know everybody. Man, friend, uh, uh, just to know you're still grazing, uh, uh, just to know you're still in the flock, uh, it brings comfort tonight. And it also brings great terror. That sheep bleats, that excited bleat. Uh, John, everybody knows that there's trouble coming, there's things coming, and that, that flock will separate. If we're not real careful, they'll separate. Them wolves will pick them off one by one, separate them enough, they'll pick them off one. There's too much preaching to get into that. They tell me that Chris, a, 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 a flock of sheep, be out in a pasture, and they'd be wolves laying all around them. But them sheep will just keep on a bleating, just keep on a being happy, just go right on about their business as long as they know where the shepherd is. You say, Preacher, how come? Well, can't you just imagine? Now, I know it's going to be humorous, but just go with me. Can't you just imagine for a moment that one of them sheep look over while they're grazing and say, don't you know these wolves right up here on that hill? That other sheep looks at him and says, well, don't you know the shepherd's just standing right over yonder? 
And that sheep said, but you don't understand, I counted, they, they 12 of them. And other sheep said, but you don't understand, don't you remember the last time we seen some wolves, what the shepherd done to them? I believe I'll just keep right on the grazing. Ain't that right? Yeah. You know what that, now I know that sounds crazy, just go with me. I got to think about that today and I thought, my soul so many times in the church, in the flock of God, we see some wolves on the horizon and we'll run and we'll separate and we'll pull away from one another. Isn't that right? And that's exactly what the wolves want tonight. But can I say this? I've done seen him take care of enough, John. I believe I just stay in and keep grazing. I believe I just keep on a drinking. I believe I just keep on a grazing. I believe I just do my best, Kirk, every once in a while to raise my head up and say, man, just let everybody else know I'm still there. Amen. Just every once in a while, I hear somebody else, even with the wolves on the hill, have somebody else just stand up and say, Let me tell you what the Lord did this week. Just enough to keep us in because I know what the shepherd can do. And David said, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Isn't that right? He's a protecting shepherd. Not only that, I'm almost done, I promise. Notice tonight, he's a preparing shepherd. Say, Preacher, what do you mean? Watch verse 5. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. You know what David's saying? That's the word picture. At Kirk, they're surrounded by the wolves. They're surrounded by the lion. I mean, they're, they're surrounded. They're, the enemy against the flock of God has them surrounded. You know what David's saying? Even in the presence of mine enemies, thou preparest the table before me. Is that right? You know what he's saying? He said, now watch what he said. Thou adornest my head with oil. My cap runneth over. Now watch this. God hit me. You know why surely they, I know y'all probably heard this, but I just like it, so I'm going to tell you again. Just act like you ain't never heard it. You know why they, that, that there's these flies, John, that attack sheep. And that absolutely drive them crazy. In fact, it'll get so bad that them sheep will absolutely, Kirk, lose their mind and they I mean they'll just get right around their head and their ears and their eyes and Corey, they'll absolutely lose their mind and they'll find them a rock somewhere and they'll sit and beat their head up against that rock over and over and over again to the blood's pouring out of their head uh, and they'll eventually Chris kill themselves uh, just trying to drown out uh, of the sound of them flies you know what that shepherd does to prevent that He'd take that oil and anoint their head and keep the flies off of them. It was, a, it was something, John, that he had prepared to protect them against mental attacks. Their head. That right? Now stay with me. I've seen a whole lot of Christians like that. They get something in their mind. The old devil, the flesh, the world to get something in their mind. And Corey, they just can't get rid of it. They just can't shake it. And I'm not talking about literally, but spiritually. You, they'll find them a rock somewhere and just beat their head into it over. And you say, I, I, mean, I'm not, I wasn't planning on going here, but I'll just say it while I'm here. I, I mean, you'll watch them Sunday after Sunday. Uh, now, I don't, don't, don't take this the wrong way, but sometimes, John, God will give a pastor inside. He won't give somebody else. And I've seen them, John, come in. And I, I, mean, I almost see the blood running down their face. 
house where they've took just beat their head all week just trying to get rid of it just trying to get it out of their mind but aren't you glad not he's a prepared shepherd in the midst of the enemy even when the wolves are on the attack he's still willing to come by and anoint our head with oil and drive away them demons and drive away them tormentors and drive away those thoughts that attack our mind no wonder Paul said let this mind be in you which was in Christ he knew we'd battle our mind tonight you say oh preacher I don't believe it you ain't been saved long if you ain't never had a battle in your mind spiritually that right he anointed their head even in the midst of their enemies, John, thou preparest the table before me. He said, even when the enemy's on the, on the attack, he's still giving me everything I need. Uh, even when the enemy's on attack, he's still protecting me against the battles that rage in my mind. Then he said, my cup runneth over. Isn't that right? You know what he said? David got about right there and he realized that even though the enemies was around him, and David was in the deepest, darkest place of his life, and he said, even though the enemies all around me, even though they want me dead, even though it's dark right now, even though it's bad right now, he's still providing, he's still protecting that. And David just stopped and said, my cup runneth over. And what he said, he said, I can't even hold it all in. He's been such a good shepherd that I can't even hold it in. I can't even put it in words how good that he's been to me. Now watch this. Not only is he a prepared shepherd. Watch what your Bible said and I'm done. I promise. I want to say this. Not only is he a prepared shepherd. He's a promising shepherd. Watch verse 6. One of my favorite verses all Psalm 23. David said he's just said I can't even keep it all in. My cup's running over. He's been too good to me. Now he's still in the deepest, darkest battle of his life. But he said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That's a present promise. David said, you know what? It may be pretty dark. I may be in the valley of the shadow of death. And I may look up all around me and see the wolves are just waiting on me to stumble, just waiting on me to fall. But he said, you know what? The Lord's still with me. The Lord's still protecting me. The Lord's still providing for me. He's still my shepherd. It's still a personal relationship. And he's been so good. My cup runneth over. And by that time, even with all that going on, he said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. You know what David said? He got to look around and he said, you know what? It ain't been as bad as I thought it's been. That song, I wish I could think of the name of it. You'll know what I'm talking about. I believe Kurt and Kenny sing it, but I may be wrong. But it goes something like this. He's made the good times outweigh the bad. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, it's easy sometimes. You get to look around and think about how bad things are right now. But if you take a moment and realize Jehovah Roi, that he's my shepherd, and realize all that he does for us as our shepherd in our walk with him. Since we've become a sheep in his pasture, you know what you'd realize? It ain't been as bad as you think it has uh, and if it never got any better the good's been better than the bad's been bad uh, and David said my cup runneth over and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life David said not only has it been good uh, it's not as bad now as I think it is uh, and he said I'd see the end of the valley uh, I'm just about to come through yea though I walk through remember that uh, it's a passing valley uh, and he said I'm about to get out of this you know what for the rest of my life I'm sure that goodness uh, and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Isn't that right? That's a present promise. That's something you can cling to right now. 
Then there's a prophetical promise. Watch what he said. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He's a promising shepherd. There's a present promise. Surely the goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. But then at the end of that, John, that's not the end of the story. David said, even as good as he's been and as good as I believe it'll be the rest of my life, when I finally do close my eyes in death, that'll not be the end of his promise. There's one more. Surely I dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Isn't that right? Oh, my. Aren't you glad tonight he's been good to us? That's just been, he's a promising shepherd. Titus 1, 2 said, the God that cannot lie. He promised you, John, you can take it to the bank. Listen to me. Our lives ain't been near as bad as we think they are. We come in, I know it's Wednesday night, I know we're tired, I guarantee there ain't one of you tired than I am tonight, I guarantee it. And I don't mean that funny, I'm just being serious. I, I, I preached five, six times in four days, it feels like. I, I mean, I'm wore out, Corey. I, I mean, I, I, Brother Ken, I told Kenny tonight, I said, I'm just some slap wore out. And they said, well, you've been going since Wednesday. And I said, well, I guess I have. I, but listen to me. How you say, preacher, what are you saying? We get pooch lipped and we get dead and out and think everything's about to fall apart. But friend, it ain't as bad as we think it is. Everybody in that right. Even in that battle, even in that struggle, he's still my shepherd. He still provides. He still protects. He still promises. He's still caring for us tonight. He's prepared for whatever may come. It ain't as bad as we think it is. We're not alone in him. You get to looking back, you realize he's made the good outweigh the bad. David said, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. David said, you know what, however long the Lord lets me live on this earth, he'll make sure he'll continue to take care of me. He'll continue to provide. He'll continue to protect. He'll continue to be present. He'll continue to keep his word. He'll continue to do all these things. And surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Friend, I know it's bad. I've been honest with you. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm I'm not trying to be humorous at all. You say, preacher, who do you think ought to go in for 2020? I'm just going to be as honest as I know how to be. It don't matter. Do I have my preference? Sure. But I'm going to say this. Whether it's Trump, whether it's Biden, it ain't getting no better, friend. It's going to, John, I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm not trying to be funny. But it ain't America is not going to be fixed, friend. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's going to wax worse and worse. That's what the Bible says. In the end times, perilous times shall come. Amen. Evil men will wax worse and worse. Isn't that right? Men have become lovers of themselves more than lovers of truth. We know all that. It's going to get worse. Doesn't matter whether Biden goes in, Trump goes in. Uh, now, in my opinion, what would one might speed the process up a little bit? Maybe so. But uh, either way, it's going to get worse. It ain't getting no better, friend. But even with all that, you know what I've got the promise of? Because Jehovah Roi, because he's my shepherd. I stand to say no matter what may happen in America, no matter what may happen in the world, no matter what may happen in the White House, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Is that right? And when my life's over and God destroys the world by fire, I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Isn't that right? He's a promising shepherd. Let's stand to our feet tonight all over the building.